Welcome back to Real Estate Radio, a podcast presented by Metonic Real Estate Solutions and Apogee Professional Services. Our companies offer investment services unique to the Midwest that help uncover value in markets overlooked by others. We believe in the power of collaboration to help properties reach their peak potential. Hello, and welcome back to Real Estate Radio with Metonic and Apogee. My name is Cassie Innes with Apogee Professional Services, and I will be moderating today's discussion with two very important people, our CEO, Bob Dean, and CFO, Trey Simpson. Today's topic is going to be centered around Q3 performance across the Metonic portfolio. Bob, why don't you start out with giving us the trends you are seeing in terms of occupancy? Yeah, thanks, Cassie. So, you know, we're in Q3 of 2020, a year that's been dominated by COVID and you know monitoring operations as it relates to a pandemic. Q3 was actually the second full quarter that I would say is kind of COVID impacted. Q1 really wasn't COVID impacted. Q2 certainly had the the front end of COVID impact, and Q3 throughout the entire quarter uh, was was COVID impacted. And you know we've been really happy with the performance of our assets, all things being considered. So. On the residential side, our revenues are still up. Our revenues up a little over 1% quarter over quarter, which I thought was really impressive, particularly this time of year. The other interesting thing we found was that our controllable operating expenses were down about 9%, which is an impact that I wouldn't have anticipated uh, in March, April, or May. And so our net operating incomes are continuing to be on budget or slightly exceeding budget, particularly on the residential side. And probably the other interesting indicator that I saw is that our our capital expenses we had anticipated to make when we produced the budget for 2020 are considerably lower than what we had projected them to be. At present, the dollars we're distributing out to partners are consistent with what we had budgeted them uh, to be at. And I think all in all, our performance will be in line with what our projections were anticipated to be when the year started. Thank you. Um, So Trey, to piggyback off that, Obviously, we're seeing some really low interest rates right now in the finance world. Um, Have you been doing more refis? What have you been doing for refis? And what are you seeing continuing forward um, post Q3? Absolutely. Yeah, interest rates are all-time lows. So um, we've been very busy this year. I think we've done 11 refinances throughout the portfolio, mostly in secondary markets. So we're doing a lot of Fannie Mae. Uh, non-recourse loans. We're being mindful of leverage, so typically trying to control that without going to the maximum of 75 to 80% leverage. Great rates, getting some nice cash out refinances for investors, and then also reserving in the event the economy takes a turn for the worse or um, there's any issues in certain submarkets that we operate in. So you kind of foresee the same thing happening Q4 and Q1 of 2021. I mean, I guess we don't have a crystal ball to know what the election is going to do with, with interest rates, but do you have plans to refi other assets in the coming months? We do, yeah. So we've got another uh, another push on refinances, another, I think, 11 to 13 in process today that will close Q4, uh, Q1 of 21. Election could impact that. You know, the Federal Reserve has said rates are staying low through 2022. At minimum, I think we're more concerned about just debt markets, how active lenders are in banks. But in terms of stabilized deals, I, yeah, I think getting through Q4 and Q1 uh, won't be an issue there. Thank you. So, Bob, you touched on this a little bit in your intro on just 
what you're seeing in terms of occupancy at the properties, but how do you feel Q3, how our assets performed compared to, you know, the other quarters, maybe even in 2019, so in a year-over-year basis? And looking forward, are you worried about Q4 and, you know, early parts of 2021, just based on what you've seen over the last uh, six months and year over year? So on the multifamily side, 2018 to 2019 was a very strong period of time. We had revenue growths that were well north of 3% at a portfolio level on market rate multifamily housing across kind of all segments, some higher, some slightly lower, but that's kind of where that averaged at. We've seen a bit of a decline in that in 20. I think our focus at a portfolio level has been on maintaining very high occupancy, and and uh, we're very proud of the work that our managers have done to make that happen. Our residential occupancies are north of 96% at a portfolio level. Our collections continue to be very strong. We did see some widening in collections uh, the deeper that we got into the third quarter, and we are expecting you know, the fourth quarter to show more signs of challenge on the collection front, particularly in markets where there may be some softening in the local economy. I think that that could happen. But all in all, I think the multifamily side is going to come out of this much stronger than people may have anticipated in April or May. Our intent is to own these for a long period of time. This pandemic may last for a year or two, but that's certainly not going to affect um, the long-term performance of our assets that we may own for 15 or 20 years. So let's jump back for a second and talk about our commercial portfolio. Um, There's obviously a lot going on with commercial retail and office right now. So I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. Um, Well, I would just, I'd probably start with, again, on the lender side, I I think the importance of lender relationships have shown particularly on office and retail assets. Lenders allowing us to go interest only for a period of time, you know, granting us forbearance was really important to give us some flexibility to work through you know, ultimately what happens to lease structures and to just kind of figure out what tenants' plans are to get through the next month, two months, three months. Now, here we are six months later still having those conversations. Troy makes a really good point on the relationships and how important the relationships are. One of the things that we spent some time on, again, end of Q1 and early in Q2, was just trying to be as direct in communication with our tenants and our managers as we could possibly be and to be as supportive of their efforts as as we could be. Um, That definitely led to some lease adjustments that in some cases, you know, included some lease modifications and some deferrals of rent and other accommodations that we inevitably made in order to ensure that all of those tenants would come out of the backside of the pandemic whenever that happened uh, as strong as they could possibly be. We sent a very clear signal to our brokers that we were open for business. And we were in a position to do deals and we intended to continue doing deals. And so if you look at where we're at today in October, uh, from you know January of 2020 to today, we've leased uh, a little over 100,000 square feet across you know, our handful of office buildings and a couple of retail centers. We've renewed uh, just over 50,000 square feet uh, of leases in, in those buildings. We've got pending about 50,000 square feet of new leases that are pending now and roughly 80,000 square feet of lease renewals that are pending now in uh, in what's what's really a relatively small office uh, footprint that Metonic has and, and retail center footprint that Metonic has. We're really proud of how our brokers and our managers and those folks hustled to to bring deals to us and the speed with which we were able to negotiate good deals with current tenants as well as future tenants and to reposition some of our buildings the way that uh, we've needed to do that over the over the last few months. 
our office building occupancies were very good coming into the pandemic, and that's continued to be the case. We've had a couple of struggles along the way, haven't lost anybody that's dramatically big in any one of those buildings. Encouraging stuff. Um, appreciate you guys coming in and talking with us about that. If there's any information that people want to learn more about, just send us an email at info at and we'll talk about that on our next podcast. Thank you.